0: Welcome to The Word from Bethlehem Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Abigail Zhang Hoffman. And I'm Pastor Amy Walter-Peterson. Thanks for dwelling in the Word with us today. The Gospel is from Matthew, the 16th chapter. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, He asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, but others, Elijah, and still others, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. And I tell you, You are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he sternly ordered the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. Once upon a time, there was a a college student who was taking an exam in a large lecture class. There were hundreds of people in this class. The exam was a strictly timed test. The students had 45 minutes to finish the exam and not a second more. The professor sat moderating the exam, and at 45 minutes he instructed the students to put down their pencils and bring their papers to the front of the class. One student remained seated, continuing to work. All his classmates made their way to the front of the room and returned their exams. Soon it was just this one young man left in the classroom. The professor threatened that his grade would be affected since he took more time than allotted. After another minute, the student calmly walked to the front of the room and asked the professor, Do you know who I am? The professor fumbled a bit, embarrassed that he indeed had absolutely no idea who this student was. The student asked again, Do you know who I am? The professor admitted, no, he didn't know. The student quickly shoved his paper into the middle of the stack of the exams and ran out of the classroom. Do you know who I am, Jesus wants to know? What are people saying about me? Do they know who I am? In today's gospel, we meet Jesus and his disciples in Caesarea Philippi. This one town was filled with temples for worship of all sorts of gods. There was a temple dedicated to the Syrian gods, a marble temple erected by Herod the Great, the influence of the Greek gods, extensive worship of Caesar. This is the backdrop against which Jesus asks his question, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? In the midst of all these competing gods, who do people say that I am? The disciples had all sorts of ideas— John the Baptist, Elijah, Jeremiah, one of the prophets. The temples of our world today don't look quite as monumental. But our world is no less filled with competing gods. From stores that promise their goods will change our lives, to workplaces that demand utter devotion, to advertisements that invite us to worship youth and beauty, to politicians who promise hope and prosperity— There's no shortage of gods to choose from to worship today. In the midst of it all, who do people say that Jesus is? We could probably come up with a lot of answers. Who do people say Jesus is today? Some say he's a prophet. Others, a good teacher or a moral guide. An important historical figure. Maybe a political one although I'm pretty certain we all see Jesus aligned with our own political party. The challenge with any of these descriptors is that they're too easily reduced to labels, to boxes that keep Jesus neatly contained by our pre-existing ideas, or even our biases. Those who saw Jesus as John the Baptist or one of the prophets weren't thinking big enough. They weren't thinking expansively enough. They were trying to locate Jesus within their existing worldview. And it's easy to do the same thing today. Seeing Jesus as a good teacher or a moral guide or even a political change maker is just about trying to make sense of who Jesus is in a way that we can manage and contain. Which might be why Jesus doesn't let the disciples or us off the hook with that question about who people think Jesus is. We don't have any skin in that game. Saying who people think Jesus is, allows us to keep our distance, to comment rather than to confess. So Jesus goes deeper, but who do you say that I am? Jesus doesn't want to know what people are whispering about or how they're trying to categorize him. Jesus wants to know who his disciples, his followers, say that he is. He's not asking for a label. He's asking, do you know who I am? It's not a question trying to trip them up. He's inviting them to get to know him, not just to know about him. This question, who do you say that I am, comes relatively early in the Gospel. Jesus has called the disciples to follow him. He has preached that never-ending Sermon on the Mount. He's told parables, so many parables. He has healed the sick and cast out demons. He has performed miracles, feeding the thousands and walking on water. He's been rejected by his own hometown. He's made enough waves that everyone knows he's somebody, but it's not yet clear what kind of somebody he might be. He hasn't really ticked off the people in power quite yet. He hasn't talked much about his own suffering. He hasn't died and risen after three days. Which makes it just a little surprising that Simon Peter says, You are the Messiah, the Son of the Living God. He's not just regurgitating what he's been taught in Sunday School. He's confessing what he is beginning to glimpse just might be true. Simon Peter doesn't have much supporting evidence. He has hope. He has the prophecy from Scripture. He has the testimony of John the Baptist. But he hasn't yet lived through Jesus' saving acts. In other words, he doesn't really have any idea how this is all going to go down. And I take some measure of comfort in that. Peter's confession sounds so positive, so unequivocal, so certain, so right. But really, Peter had so much yet to know, to understand, to discover about Jesus and about himself. And still, this is the one Jesus calls Peter, Petros, the rock. And declares that Peter will be the foundation of the church. Who do you say that I am? Although his confession sounds so certain, Peter spends the rest of his life plumbing the depths of his answer. The preacher Debbie Thomas offers this reflection. When I think about the whole of Peter's story, all the biographical details that we 21st century Christians have the privilege to know and ponder, I am stunned by the answers that Peter must have lived into as time went on. Answers he never could have articulated in the early years of discipleship. Who do you say that I am? You are the one who found me in a fishing boat and gave me a new vocation. You're the one who healed my mother-in-law. You're the one who said, yes, walk on water. You're the one who caught me before I drowned. You're the one who glowed on a mountaintop while I babbled nonsense. You're the one who washed my feet while I squirmed in shame. You're the one who told me accurately that I would be a coward on the very night you needed me to be brave. You're the one I denied three times to save my skin. You're the one who looked into my eyes with pain and pity when the cock crowed. You're the one who fed me breakfast on a beach and spoke love and fresh purpose into my humiliation. You're the one who gave me the courage to preach to 3,000 people on Pentecost. You are the one who taught me that I must not call unclean what you have pronounced clean. You are the one who stayed by my side through insults, beatings, and imprisonments. You are the one I followed into martyrdom. You are the Messiah, the Son of the Living God. Debbie Thomas closes her reflection with a question that I've been pondering all week. Is Jesus merely the Messiah, or is he yours? Who do you say that I am? Rather than hearing Peter's confession as the capital T truth, this week I've been hearing it more as an invitation. Who do you see that Jesus is? What are the contours of your story with Jesus? Where have you encountered his love? How have you received his forgiveness? When has he brought healing to your life? When Jesus declares Peter the rock on which he builds the church, I think this is less of a doctrinal statement and more a declaration that the church is built on relationship, God's relationship with us, bringing God's kingdom here on earth by sending Jesus to walk and live among us and then inviting us to take part in that kingdom, which happens as we come to know Jesus in our own lives, as we encounter the living God in our daily activity, and as we dare to tell each other about it. My hope and my prayer is that we too share Peter's confession. Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Not because it's the so-called right answer, but because we too come to experience Jesus' saving power. Because we too come to experience that God is alive and well in our lives and in the world. Do you know who I am? Jesus asks. By the grace of God, we confidently say yes. We hope you've been fed by the Word this week. Don't miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And share your feedback with us at Word at blcfairport.org. And if you'd like to learn more about Bethlehem Lutheran Church or support the ministry we share, including this podcast, please visit www.blcfairport.org.